Lord Bloodraw's nerve-wracking auditorium is made possible by Lord Bloodraw's Patreon supporters. Lord Bloodraw keeps the love of vintage horror and science fiction alive with three weekly shows. The Nerve-Wracking Auditorium, Lord Bloodraw's Nerve-Wracking Theater, the long-running syndicated TV series presenting horror and science fiction feature films, and the Patreon-exclusive series, Lord Bloodraw's Cathode Zone, presenting episodes of classic genre TV shows. For more info, and to see the premiere episode of Lord Bloodraw's Cathode Zone, go to patreon.com slash lordbloodraw. Ah, I'm so glad you're here. Allow me to introduce myself. I am Lord Bloodraw. I host horror and science fiction films on my TV series, Lord Bloodraw's Nerve Rack and Theater, but here, in this cool, intimate darkness, I'll be presenting tales of horror and the uncanny solely for you, alone. In this auditorium within your mind, you will coalesce the settings and the players from the ether of your imagination. Your terror will be your own creation. This is the sorcery of sound, the subtle magic of old-time radio. Horror. Horror. at the door. You will not need them. This is Lord Bloodraw's nerve-wracking auditorium. This tale is a satire. I say that bluntly at the beginning because its subject matter, the gullibility of humanity, and its endless propensity to believe what is ridiculous rather than what is true, has been the subject of many tragedies. But this tale is a satire, one with teeth. Here, from the Columbia Workshop, comes the tale, The Gods of the Mountains. The Columbia Workshop, under the direction of Irving Reese. by Lord Dunsany. Out 
Inside the walls of the ancient city of Congros, three beggars sit in the hot gray dust of the ground. These days are bad for beggary. They are bad. Some evil has befallen the rich ones of this city. They take no joy any longer in benevolence, but have become sour and miserly at heart. Alas for them. I sometimes sigh for them when I think of this. Alas for them. A miserly heart must be a sore affliction. A sore affliction indeed, and bad for our calling. They have been thus for many months. What thing has befallen them? Some evil thing. There, There has been a comet come near to the earth of late, and the earth has been parched and sultry, so that the gods are drowsy, and all those things that are divine in man... Such as benevolence, drunkenness, and extravagance and song have faded and died and have not been replenished by the gods. Ah, it has indeed been sultry. I have seen the comet on nights. The gods are drowsy. If they wake not soon and make this city worthy again of our order, I, for one, shall forsake the calling and buy a shop and sit at ease in the shade and barter for gain. You will keep a shop? Is this a beggar who speaks? Yes, master. A poor beggar. How long has the calling of beggary existed? Uh, since the building of the first city, master. And uh, you would forsake the calling? The city is unworthy of our calling. The gods are drowsy, and all that is divine in man is dead. They are drowsy in their mountains away at Marma. The seven green idols are drowsy. Oh, who is this that rebukes us? I am a beggar, and an old beggar. Uh, there is none like my master. No traveler has met with cunning like to his, not even those that come from Ethiopia. We, we would make you welcome to our town, upon which an evil has fallen, the day being bad for beggary. Let none who has known the mystery of roads, or has felt the wind rising you in the morning... Or has called forth out of the souls of men divine benevolence. Ever speak any more of any trade or of the miserable gains of shops and the trading men? I spoke but hastily, the times being bad. I will put right the times. There is nothing that my master cannot do. Be silent and attend to me. I do not know this city. I've traveled from afar having somewhat exhausted the city of Akara. Have you any thieves among the calling here? We have a few that we call thieves here, Master, but they would scarcely seem thieves to you. They are not good thieves. I shall need the best thief you have. We shall need fine raiment. Let the thief start at once. Uh, let it be green raiment. I will go and fetch the thief. We will dress ourselves as lords and impose upon the city. Yes, yes. We will say we are ambassadors from a far land. And there will be good eating. Oh, but you do not know my master. Now that you have suggested that we go as lords, he will make a better suggestion. He will suggest that we go as kings. Beggars as king. I, you do not know my master. Uh, what do you bid us do? You shall first come by the fine raiment 
in the manner I've mentioned. And what then, master? Why, then, we shall go as gods. As gods? As gods. Know you the land through which I've lately come in my wanderings? Mama, where the gods are carved from green stone in the mountains. They sit, all seven of them, against the hills. They sit there motionless, and travelers worship them. Yes, yes, we know these gods. They're much reverenced here, but they're drowsy and send us nothing beautiful. They're of green jade. They sit cross-legged, with their right elbows resting on their left hands, the right forefinger pointing upwards. We will come into the city disguised from the direction of Mama, and will claim to be these gods. We must be seven, as they are. And when we sit, we must sit cross-legged, as they do, with the right hand uplifted. It were well not to anger the gods. Is not all life a beggary to the gods? Do they not see all men, always begging of them and asking alms, with incense and bells and subtle devices? Yes, all men indeed are beggars before the gods. Does not the mighty sultan often sit by the agate altar in his royal temple as we sit at a street corner or by a palace gate. It is even so. Then will the gods be glad when we follow the holy calling with new devices and with subtlety, as they are glad when the priests sing a new song. Yet I have a fear. Frag, go you into the city before us, and let there be a prophecy there which says that the gods who are carven from green rock in the mountain shall one day arise in Mama and come here in the guise of men. Yes, Master. Shall I make the prophecy myself, or shall it be found in some old document? Uh, let someone have seen it once in some rare document. Let it be spoken of in the marketplace. It shall be spoken of, Master. Here comes our thief. Ah, he's a quick thief. A master. I could only procure you three green raiments. The city is not now well supplied with them. Moreover, it is a very suspicious city, and without shame for the baseness of its suspicion. This is not thieving. Oh, I could do no more, Master. I've not practiced thieving all my life. Oh, you've got something. It may serve our purpose. Now, we must tear them up and divide them amongst the seven. Oh, we will we'll each wear a piece of it over our rag. Yes, yes, we shall look fine. Oh, that's not the way we shall disguise ourselves. Not cover our rag? No, no, no. The first who looked closely would say, these are only beggars. They've disguised themselves. Oh, what shall we do? Each of the seven shall wear a piece of the green raiment underneath his rags. And peradventure, here and there, a little shall show through. And men shall say, these seven have disguised themselves as beggars. But we know not what they be. Hear my wise master. He is a beggar. He is an old beggar. Seven beggars approach. Beggars? We shall end their approach here. Yes. Who are you and whence come you? Who may say what we are or whence we come? What are these beggars and why do they come here? Who said to you that we were beggars? Why do these men come here? 
Who said to you that we were men? Not men? Men. men. See? They seat themselves cross-legged. Their right elbows rest on their left hands. Like the gods of Marma. Their right forefinger points upward. I heard men speak in the marketplace. They speak of a prophecy read somewhere of old. It says the seven gods shall come from Mama in the guise of men. Is this a true prophecy? It is all the prophecy we have. Should we not investigate this prophecy? Let us accept it. It may be that they are but benevolent gods. There is no benevolence greater than our benevolence. Then we need do little. They portend no danger to us. There is no anger greater than our anger. Let us make sacrifice to them if they be gods. We humbly worship you if ye be gods. You are mightier than all men and hold high rank among other gods and our lords of this our city and have the thunder as your plaything and the whirlwind and the eclipse and all the destinies of human tribes. If ye be gods, let the pestilence not fall at once upon this city as it had indeed designed to. Let not the earthquake swallow it all up immediately amid the howls and the thunder. Let not infuriated armies overwhelm those that escape. If we be gods, come, let us sacrifice. Bring them! God is a very divine God. Indeed, he has made us. He will not punish us, Master. None of the gods will punish us. We will make a sacrifice. A good sacrifice. We will sacrifice a lamb that the priests have left. Master, you are not wroth with us. Who may say what cloudy dooms are riding up in the mind of the oldest of the gods? Or those who doubt. Master, we have not doubted. It should be a good sacrifice, Master. Look, they come now with lamb on a spit and all manner of fruits to offer. Our humble sacrifices, Master. Lamb! Ah, oh, yes, yes. Uh, that leg is not being cooked at all. I'll take it. Uh, I'll no, take it. it is strange that God should be thus anxious about the cooking of a leg of lamb. It is strange, certainly. Almost I had said that it was a man spoke then. Strange. Strange, certainly. Is it then strange that the gods love roasted flesh? For this purpose they keep the lightning. When the lightning flickers about the limbs of men, there comes to the gods at Mama a pleasant smell, even a smell of roasting. Sometimes the gods, being pacific, are pleased to have roasted instead the flesh of lamb. It is all one to the gods. Let the roasting stop. No, no, gods of the mountain. I have not eaten since the world was very new and the flesh of men was tenderer than now. These younger gods have learned the habit of eating from the lion. Oh, lust of divinities. Partake. Partake. It is not fitting that such as I should eat. None eat but beasts and men. Uh, 
and the younger God. The sun and the moon and the nimble lightning and I, we may kill and we may madden, but we do not eat. If we but eat of our offering, he cannot overwhelm us. Enough! Let it be enough that these have condescended to this bestial and human habit. And yet he is not unlike a beggar whom I saw not so long since. What beggars eat? Now, I never knew a beggar yet who would refuse a bowl of Waldry wine. This is no beggar. Nevertheless, let us offer him a bowl of Waldry wine. You do wrong to doubt him. I do but wish to prove his divinity. I will fetch the Waldry wine. Uh, he will not blink. Yet if he does, then he will not overwhelm us. Let us offer him the wine. Yes, 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 fine, fine. Fine. Good. 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 Master, mm, you do wrong this roasted lamb by not eating. Mm. It's soft and sweet as a maiden's cheek. Quiet, fool. Why does he not eat? Oh, I am minded to fill my own belly once. He is wise. Let him look to his own. Oh, look, they come with wine. Ah, it's Baldry. A goblet of Baldry wine. Oh, blessed day. Oh, happy time. Oh, my wise master. Master, this goblet would be proud to have you drink from it. Yes, 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 yes master. Yes. I will take it. Oh, you take it. He takes it. Oh, oh. oh. he's spilling it upon the ground. It is a fitting libation. Our anger is somewhat appeased. Oh, but it was worldly. And now. It's the hour at which the gods are accustomed to speak to the gods in the language of the gods. And if man heard us, he would guess the futility of his destiny, which were not well for man. Begun. Oh, begun! Begun! Are they gone? All gone, master. The gods are alone. <laughs> Good. Then give me meat. Much meat. <laughs> and now we've come into our own. Now we have our master, my wise master. These are the good days, the good days. Uh, and yet I have a fear. Oh, what do you fear? There's nothing to fear. No man is as wise as my master. I fear the gods whom we pretend to be. The gods? Come here, this leg. Yes, Master. Watch in the doorway while I eat. Sit in the attitude of a god and warn me if any of the citizens approach. But, Master, shall we not have Waldry wine? We shall have all things, if only we are wise at first for a little. Master, do any suspect us? We must be very wise. But if we are not wise, Master... Why, then... Death may come to us. Oh, Master. Slowly. Master, are you indeed a man? A man. A man. <laughs> and until just now, a hungry one. <laughs> Only 
five days of this, and I begin to bulge. It was good. Never had beggars such a time. Heaven thrones in the great hall for us. And the fruits and the tender lamb. The wildery wine. <laughs> <laughs> to see them pray to us. <laughs> when we were beggars, did we not speak as beggars? Did we not whine as they? Was not our mean beggarly? The thief comes. Master. Master. Oh, Master. I've been with those that know all and see all. They know me for one of the craft, but they do not know me as being one of us. Well, well? Oh, there is danger, Master. There is great danger. You mean that they suspect that we are men? That they have long done, Master. I mean that they will know it. Then we are lost. Then they do not know it. They do not know it yet, but they will know it, and we are lost. When will they know it? Three days ago, they suspected us. Oh, more than you think suspected it. But if any dared to say so... Oh, no, Master. Then forget your fears, my thief. Two men went on dromedaries three days ago to see if the gods were still at Mama. They went to Mama? Yes, three days ago. We are lost. They went three days ago? Yes, on dromedary. They should be back today. We are lost. We are lost. They must have seen the green jade idols sitting against the mountains. They will say, the gods are still at Mama, and we shall be burnt. My master will yet devise a plan. Slip away to some high place and look toward the desert and see how long we have to devise a plan. I must... My master will find a plan. He has taken us into a trap. His wisdom is our doom. He will find a wise it plan. It is too late. Yet. Too late. It's too late. The dormitory men are here. Ah, we are lost. The citizens come with them. It's silent. I must think. <laughs> Why do you assemble here? Two holy pilgrims have gone to your sacred shrine, where you were wont to sit before you left the mountains. They return even now. They left us here and went to find a god. A fish once took a journey into a far country to find the sea. Most reverend deity, their piety is so great that they have gone to worship even your shrine. They will say that the seven gods were still at Mama. They will lie and say that we were still at Mama. So shall they seem more pious to you all, pretending that they alone have seen the gods. Fools shall believe them and share in their damnation. Hush, you anger the gods. I'm not sure whom I anger. It may be they are the gods. Where are these men from Marma? Here are the dromedary men. They are coming now. The holy pilgrims from your shrine are come to worship you. <laughs> these men are doubters. How the gods hate that word. Let them not enter here. But, oh, most reverend deity from the mountain, we also doubt, most reverend deity. <laughs> you have chosen. You have chosen. And yet, it is not too late. Repent and cast these men into prison, and it may not be too late. The gods have never wept. And yet, when they think upon damnation and the dooms that are withering a myriad bones, then almost were they not divine. They could weep. Be quick. Repent of your doubt. Most reverend deity, it is a mighty doubt. He will be killed. Nothing has killed him. Killed him? They are not the gods. You have a plan, my master. 
Do you have a plan? Not yet, Slag. These are the men that went to the shrine at Marma. Were the guards of the mountain seated still at Marma? Or were they not there? They were not there. They were not there. Their shrines were empty. Behold, the gods of the mountain. Let us go away to prepare a sacrifice. A mighty sacrifice to atone for our doubting. My most wise master. No, 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 Slag. I do not know what has befallen. When I went by Mama only two weeks ago, the idols of Green Jade were still seated there. We are saved now. Aye, we are saved. Aye, we are saved. But I know not how. Yet I have a fear. A fear? Why we are saved? Last night I dreamed. What was your dream? It was nothing. I dreamed that I was thirsty and one gave me worldly wine. Yet there was a fear in my dream. When I drink woldery wine, I am afraid of nothing. Master, they are making a pleasant banquet ready for us. They are killing lambs, the gills are there with fruits, and there is to be much woldery wine. Never had beggars such a time. <laughs> when will the banquet be? When the stars come up. Ah, it's sunset already. Ah, that'd be good eating. Why, what? A man comes. Master. We implore you. The people beseech you. Master, it is terrible. It is terrible when you wander in the evening. It is terrible on the edge of the desert in the evening. Children die when they see you. In the desert? When did you see us? Last night, Master. You were terrible last night. You were terrible in the gloaming. When your hands were stretched out and groping, you were feeling for the city. You, yourself, saw us? Yes, Master. You were terrible. Children, too, saw you. And they died. How did we appear to you? You were all green, Master. All green in the gloaming. All of rock again, as you used to be in the mountains. Master, we can bear to see you in flesh like men. But when we see rocks walking, it is terrible. It is terrible. That is how we appear to you? Yes, Master. Rocks should not walk. When children see it, they do not understand. Rocks should not walk in the evening. There have been doubters of late. Are they satisfied? Master, they are terrified. It is wrong to doubt. Go and be faithful. Yes, master. Yes. What have they seen, master? They've seen their own fears dancing in the desert. They've seen something green after the light was gone. And some child has told them a tale that it was us. I do not know what they have seen. What should they have seen? Something was coming this way from the desert, he said. What should come from the desert? They are a foolish people. That man's white face has seen some frightful thing. Frightful thing? That man's face has been near to some frightful thing. It is only we that have frightened them, and their fears have made them foolish. 
You coming? I hear footsteps. The dancing girls. They are coming. There, there is no sound of flute. They said they would come with music. What heavy boots they have. They sound like feet of stone. I do not like to hear their heavy tread. Those that would dance to us must be light of foot. I shall not smile at them if they are not airy. They are coming very slowly. They should come nimbly to us. They should dance as they come. But the footfall is like the footfall of heavy crabs. I have a fear, an old fear and a boding. We have done ill in the sight of the seven gods. Beggars we were, and beggars we should have remained. We have given up our calling and come in sight of our doom. I will no longer let my fear be silent. It shall run about and cry. It shall go from me crying like a dog from out a doomed city. My fear has seen calamity and has known an evil thing. Come, we must run from here. They're dazzled by the night. They may not see us. Save me! Save me! I'm turning to stone! Save me! Save me! Master, we bring great sacrifices yes. to repent for our doubts. Yes, 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 Their anger will not be appeased. They are silent. Fruits and lambs and worldly wine, Master. They are cold. They have turned back to stone. We have doubted them. We have doubted them. They have turned to stone because we have doubted them. They were the true God.
Howard Dunsany's The Gods of the Mountain. A special musical score was composed and conducted for this presentation by Bernard Herman. The Columbia Workshop is under the direction of Irving Reese. This tale was satire. The wit and foolishness, philosophies and whims of its characters are a mirror to be regarded, contemplated, or simply laughed at. One observation, though. The beggars who pretended to be gods lived well, for a while, and the villagers who now worship at their stone corpses who will enjoy their offerings, and what blessings will they receive? Thank you for joining me in the Nerve Racken Auditorium, and I hope you'll come again. But now it's time for you to rejoin the, uh, real world. I am Lord Bloodraw, and I'll be waiting here for you in the shadows of your mind until the next time you Seek the darkness. Good night. <laughs>